everyone welcome to 2022 this is life back with alvin and i want to thank you all for tuning in today thank you for reaching out and sharing the links for those of you who do take time to do so i want to thank you all for everything that you have been in position to do with us since the beginning of this journey of ours one and one and a half years ago it's been an amazing experience with you all and i want to thank god for you I never cease to give thanks to my God for he has been in position to give you everything you need. And I believe with all uh, the people at Life Back here with me that you are doing well and God is blessing and increasing you day by day. Now, I want to say something that's kind of weird. If you don't believe me, well, that's really up to you. But right now, as I'm emphasizing how we're in 2022, everything I literally own at the moment is pointing at 22. I don't know how awkward, how odd that could be and how coincidental, but anyway, literally everything I have right now, my phone battery, uh, my, 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 wait, what else do I have? I, I could say basically my phone battery, it shows 22%. Well, if you don't have, you don't have to believe me if you choose but i think it's really a coincidence and it just hit me that, oh wait actually this is it anyway i want to thank you guys for listening and tuning in uh as the year is, is kicking off there's quite an amazing experience ahead of us together i can't wait to tell you what is going to happen i can't tell what exactly is going to happen in its fullest but all i know it's a whole different vibe so if you have been out there and you have not really been paying attention, you are going to be forced to pay attention because we're going to have so many people joining us in life, but we're going to have so much to share. And I really don't think that it's worth you missing out. So, uh, well, this episode is basically just a welcome avenue for you all. It's a simple anthem to thank, to thank you for the one and a half years that we've been together, really awesome years. And for the lessons that we've been having, we are going, we're going and growing and growing from time to time. And I really think that the next phase of life back is going to be quite impacting than ever before, as in glory to glory, of course. So I'm really expected and I thank God for all that he is doing with us and in us. So uh, today I'm going to share something really brief about the year and what exactly I, I believe that God is laying upon my heart to share with us. Well, I'm going to dive right in. Um, it's a bit awkward. I'm alone today and uh, I think we're starting to get used to my co-host around. So I, uh, well, she's, she's just not around and she'll be joining us in the next episodes. But uh, today I couldn't wait and I know she's not going to be happy with this, but I couldn't wait to get this out. So Sofian, wherever you're listening in from, thank you and sorry and thank you for forgiving me in advance. So anyway, um, this year is a year of expectation, a year of delight, a year of motion and a year of uh, direction. Uh, I really feel strong upon my heart that God has laid something really strong in regards to the direction and motion that we ought to take as individuals. Well, what exactly is it that God has laid in your heart? Look, I know you've made resolutions right now. This year you've made so many plans and you're gonna go out and accomplish A, B, C, and you have put your heart out there to do so much. But what exactly is in your heart? Leave alone what you want to get, what you want to achieve, but what exactly 
Have you taken time to sit down and, 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 and listen to that still small inspiration in your heart? What exactly is God laying out in your heart? Is, is hearing the voice of God for the direction and purpose he has for your life part of those resolutions? Well, I'm here to just remind you that the voice of God is the only director or the only compass to finding your true purpose. I don't care how impactful you think you're being right now, but if you're not happy and if you're still double-minded about whether what you're doing is exactly what God put you on earth to do, you need to make a resolution this year and commit to finding and understanding the voice of God. It's really key and I believe it's going to be something that's going to help you go through the rest of it this year with quite a rare ease, you know? So, <clears throat> well, for us here, I really think and have, we've been, we are believing God for more, but what we have so far, God is trying to push us at the edge, you know? And uh, there's a scripture in, uh, in the Bible that speaks mostly in the message version that interprets it as living, that faith, uh, the, 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 the kind of people, the faith that people have that wants to play it safe all the time, you know, and I'm here to share something to do with that. How often is it that you want to play it safe? You know, it's rare to find people with actual faith results. If those, if, if it's really rare to find someone who uh, lives at the edge and doesn't have real crazy results of faith, it's very rare. People who live at the edge are always believing God. And I mean, this is beyond the basic believing of God when you only have a need at hand. But I'm talking about believing God for literally everything. You're literally living at the end of your rope every single time. Jeremiah 29, 11 says that he is able, or uh, he will be able, He wait, what does it say? I hope I don't forget it. Well, it says that he is able to give us unexpected end, right? But uh, there's a version I read that says that when we come to the end of ourselves, actually, I think that's verse 12 or 13, the message version says that he is able, if we seek him with all our heart, or when we come to the end of ourselves, when we come to the end of our rope, then we shall truly see who God is at that time. And you see, it's a bit very frustrating to think about it and realize that, hey, it doesn't really have to, does it really have to take God to cut off every connection, not intentionally that he wants to cut them off, but the issues of life cause you to cut people off. Not that you should have cut them off in the first place, but because you were chasing after the wrong things and it caused you to get a disconnection from certain individuals in your life that you, you know, at the end of the day, you thought that there were plan B, plan C, D, E, F, G. If this doesn't work out, I have plan B. You know, it's hard for many Christians to really have the kind of faith that enables them to live at the end of the rope simply because they have so many options available. And when you read the story of Gideon and how God sent him into war with 30,000 men and, <clears throat> and God trickled them down to 20,000, to 15, to 10, until they reached hundreds of men and they were literally, it, it did not make sense. It didn't make sense. And at that very point is where God came through and said, this is what I want. Because at the end of the day, he doesn't want you to take credit. 
You know, many of us credit our ability to be used by God or to be used in a certain field or another to accomplish task A or B, based on how good we think we are at doing something, you know? And wow, everything seems like it makes sense. God, I feel like I have what it takes. I have what it takes to do this. You know, you, you we, we develop a certain confidence in self that discredits the whole picture of God even without us noticing it. You know, this might take a bit some time to sink in, but it is true. A number of times we look at our skills and abilities and, and capacities and education qualifications. We look at our connections, our networks. I've built a network over 10 years and I trust the people I have met in those years will be in position to help me in case I get an issue A, B, C or D. And we have we, we are surrounded by so much that it's really hard to see the evident hand of God in our lives. And so much so that when God is actually dealing with us to prune us from some of these connections and some of these things that we have as defenses or as options, we tend to cling to them. And so it becomes hard to really trust God to see him as who he truly is. And we end up getting results that look like, that could possibly be, that could maybe be the results of faith, but not exactly satisfying, you know? It doesn't, it's not satisfactory to what exactly it is that you know God can give. You know he's able to do abundantly, exceedingly and abundantly above that which you ask or think or even imagine. Can you take a moment and just think about something? If God was to say, I'm, I've blessed you with those spiritual blessings in heavenly places, can you think of what it means to be blessed? Do you even know what it means to be blessed? Actually, I've been meditating upon what it means to be blessed by God. And God laid it on my heart and spoke to me and said, it's really not about the results of the blessing that proves that you're blessed. I mean, the results of the blessing are evident, but then you don't have to, it, it, it's not necessarily a sign that you have physical possessions to prove a blessing, spiritual, you know? Look at Joseph. Joseph was blessed even before he was actually blessed physically. Joseph in the house of, 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 of Potiphar uh, and, and the house of, of uh, the king or the, was it Potiphar? whoever whoever the house of the ruler in those times of Egypt that he was working in and everything that happened as you know the story with the wife of, of the king and everything that went wrong and how he was wrongly accused and all these things and Joseph had only his dreams he had only his dreams now remember we have said that he's able to do exceedingly above that which you hope or expect or dream I could say. Now, Joseph in this example is one of those people who had dreams. He dreamed dreams and his brothers were so mad that this kid is getting out of line, you know? And everything around Joseph actually showed that he is out of order. Like something is just not connected. His dreams were not aligned to what it looked like on the outside. But Joseph was still blessed beyond measure. But this is proof as God was speaking to me about this, that this is proof that the blessing is not necessarily what you possess physically. The results of the blessing are not the blessing. Those are simply signs that you how or that, that you have or you are blessed. 
you know the wealth that you have is not a sign i mean it could be a sign of the physical possession but it is not the blessing that car that child that you have that child is not the blessing the child is a result of the blessing now it is what you invest in the child that causes them to become a blessing as well to others now what i'm trying to emphasize here is to put the to major the majors and to minor the minors the blessing of god that makes rich is not the blessing of the riches it's not the riches that qualify the blessing the blessing qualifies the riches because the riches go beyond because rather sorry rather the blessing goes beyond the riches because people think that i am blessed because i have a car i have money i have children i have a house i can take care of my life i have these kinds of properties but the blessing is god was laying it on my heart today the blessing of god that makes rich is not the blessing that only seeks to satisfy you the blessing becomes an actual blessing when you learn to invest it and to implant it in, as a seed into the life of someone else that is when you are truly blessed you can't say you're blessed if nobody else can testify can testify to this i can't say i'm blessed if i can't give what i call a blessing if i cannot impact or if i cannot bring about this blessing i can't transfer it into someone else because the blessings of the lord are fastly spiritual before they are physical i don't care how much money i'm going to give you but if i don't give you something that can sustain it which is the blessing if i don't share with you the source of the blessing then i'm literally just giving you a temporary fix so living at the edge to me is one of the push factors to seeing the results of faith to seeing that you are actually blessed and to see i mean there's nothing more frustrating the 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 whole christian life the whole born again life is lived as a form of seeing what we have received on the inside finally manifest on the outside i really hope we are together at this point because the blessing of god that actually makes rich is the kind that only is walked in by faith you cannot understand the blessing until you understand faith So if we really want to understand what it means to have crazy 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 faith results we need to understand what it means to walk at crazy edges of life many of us love to play it safe i want to be in the comfort zone i want to see i want to and man it it feels a bit frustrating but at the same time you know that that's what you need you know It's really interesting to see and understand that God wants so much more for us but we are the ones limiting ourselves. God has done so much and he wants to do so much but we are limiting him because we don't understand exactly what it means to live at the edge. You know? And this is the funny thing. That is the kind of life that God wants us to live. because the bible says in the book of romans chapter 1 the just shall live by faith and if the just shall live by faith it means they have to live at the end of their rope literally every day imagine if you had to believe look if if for example we for example i'm just giving an example god can't be this extreme imagine you have to you literally have to believe god for your next breath do you know how much life would be easy for us to live by faith 
I mean, you don't need to get to a hospital bed for you to actually realize that, God, I need you. I don't know how tomorrow is going to go, but I've tried my best to live through today. Help me make it through tomorrow. We don't have to live that kind of way, but the analogy here is that you need to live at the edge of your life. If you're playing it safe for so long, you're limiting God. You don't have to figure it. You know, God also laid something very important on my heart yesterday and said that everything that people do and they want to, uh, the everything that people do as in hearing the voice of God, for as many as have claimed they have heard the voice of God, 90% of the times, logic is always wrong. 90% of the time. So if God told you to do something, if you chose the path of logic, 90% of logic makes, I mean, 90% of it makes absolutely no sense because you're looking at it in a logical point of view. If we were to look at logic and faith and God tells you go east, logic, if you choose to look at the logical point of view, 90% of the time, that is why people don't follow the voice of God because they chose to go with logic. Which means that 10% or even probably it could be even more than 90%. Which means that it, it, uh, God's voice is always right but 5% of the time we are actually willing to go by it and 95% of the time we are willing to go with what logic says and when we choose to side with logic we mess it up and we go opposite the voice of God so the voice of God is the direction of our lives the direction of our lives is the motion of our lives the position of our lives So this year, as the year begins, 2022 is an amazing year. I feel it. I can sense it. It's a very impacting year. And it cannot leave you the same if you're not willing to stay the same. So get out there and do something. Do something that God has laid upon your heart for a long time. And you have hesitated because you have sided with 95% of of logic and you have gone with it and 95% of the time you are wrong that's what God what that's what I'm trying to say here 95% of the time when we use when we try to gauge the voice of God on a logical point of view 95% of the time logic will always seem like it is the obvious way and it will always be wrong so guys friends family I just want to implore you that there is more to life than playing things safe. What is it that God has told you to do for quite a while and you feel like you you have really put it on hold for quite a while? I think this is the time you need to bring it out in the open and just, you know, be real with God about it and tell him, God, I'm willing to go. This time I'm really, 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 I'm really willing to go. And I don't care what it's going to take. I don't care what it's going to cost me. I'm choosing to take this as a step. God is a father. He's our father. And there is nothing more exciting than seeing your child trying to make the first steps. And even when you see they're going to fall, you try to reach out for them. But if they stay seated, well, of course the time will come. And you as a parent, you have to 
show the child the way up, you have to hold them by their two hands. It will look like it's frustrating for the child to get up on their feet and to raise them up and force them to start walking. It's going to be a hassle. They won't even know that they're learning to walk. So don't wait, brothers and sisters, don't wait for God to literally pull you up. Take the first step. Don't let the devil push you into such, you know. And try to limit the kind of connections you have, especially those that God is trying to deal with you over. I'm not saying forcefully cut them off, but you know, as you center your focus on God, there are certain people in your life that automatically begin to disqualify themselves from you. Don't try to fight those positions. Let them be. Let them be so God can actually show you where you're supposed to be. Because sometimes these things are like misguiding signposts. And he's saying, this is the direction, but there's a, a person in your life who can actually be like a signpost telling you, go this side. Oh no, this is also a better shortcut. You can actually take this and you'll make it to the end. Well, try to stay on course. Try to stay on course. And <clears throat> very importantly, don't forget we are here to encourage one another. We are here to share life. I don't, I wouldn't want us to follow a certain trend of life where we're too busy and we don't understand how to blend our busy life with godliness. And sometimes we get too busy that we forget that we need to reach out for a purpose and we make our purpose trying to survive. We want to survive. Survival is not key. Purpose is key. Because without purpose, why, why, why exactly is it that I'm emphasizing this? When I read 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and Paul was writing about how he was given the grace to be a master builder, he said something in the latter verses, in the later verses of verse 11 and 12, and made a very scary statement that to me in my heart was a bit very scary. And he said that, whether you build with straw or rocks or diamonds or gold or whatever it is that you want to use as a material, Jesus Christ must be the only foundation. And he added thereon and said that on that day, every man's works shall be tested by the fire. Whether if, if your works uh, make it through the fire, well, well and good, you will be granted your crown and you'll be given your reward and then you'll go and enjoy heaven times 10. But if your works on that day are gauged and they're consumed by the fire, you'll lose your reward. Now this does not necessarily mean that you'll be kicked out of heaven, no. But there's a crown of glory. There's a crown of glory awaiting you. There's a reward in heaven that is beyond. It's only God that knows what he's going to give you. But <clears throat> Human words can never, nobody can ever explain or ever lie to you what God is going to give you as a reward in heaven. I'm not talking about the riches and wealth you're going to have in this world in the next 20, 10 years. I'm talking about a reward that no moth can eat of in heaven. Nobody should ever lie to you that they know what God has prepared for you in heaven. It's beyond measure. It's beyond measure, beyond explanation. Now imagine living your life thinking that your reward is actually the wealth on earth and you making so much money and rewarding yourself with the rewards that money can give. And then on the day of judgment, your works, everything you did. And this scripture actually is trying to say that that day, 
the works that God that we did on this earth. Remember, now we are not in the works of the flesh, we're in the works of faith. Which works, which means that everything we do as a work or work should be as an inspiration of faith, or rather of God in faith, that we may be in position to follow the voice and leading of God and not rather works of the flesh as in to please ourselves. What that means is simply that there are things that we are tempted to do at times that only cause us to, that are not necessarily the voice of God, but we do them anyway because they are simply satisfying our lust. And lust is not really the bad, bad lust, but really anything that you seek to satisfy self with, it's only to gratify yourself. It's not about anybody else. I want to make all this much money for me. I want them to look at me and see how much money I have made. I want them to look at my wealth and see how much it is. That is lust. I want them to look at me as the best doctor. I want them to look at me as the best lawyer. And the glory is yours at the end of the day. So if there's anything that you're doing that is not what God has told you to do, it's not the voice or inspiration of God and the Holy Spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, God, the Trinity. If it's not the, by the inspiration of His Spirit in you, you're at risk of losing a reward. And that for me just made a totally different attitude in my heart. And I told God, whatever it takes, help me. Help me reach out for my purpose. Help me do what you put me here to do. Because at the end of the day, we're all working towards that reward. It's not just about making it to heaven. But it's about. But it simply means that if you discover your purpose, you will have a smooth ride in this life. And even a smoother one. Probably a different vibe of heaven. A different vibe of life in eternity. Why do you need to hope through life and then just to enter heaven and lose that which you even had, you know? So this is why Life Pack is here to emphasize purpose, to emphasize our God-given calling, what it is that we are on earth to do. You know, it's not about how big a profession is brought about in the world, but it's about exactly what God is putting in your heart. So this 2022, as you're making resolutions, resolve and focus, let number one resolution be to understand and comprehend the voice and leading of God in my heart. Because as you do so, your purpose becomes more and more clear. The path of your life as the just begins to shine brighter and brighter until that perfect day where your purpose for life is not a question. You have peace beyond understanding and you know that you're doing, that you know that you know that you know that you know that you're in the perfect will of God for your life. Nothing in life beats such a satisfaction. And that is why life is here. It doesn't matter whether you're in the law profession, whether you're in the medical profession, whether in the education profession, whether you're in the, well, whatever it is that you call a profession that is not necessarily something that is uh, ministry or whatever your profession is, as in what daily life really thinks it is or it calls itself. I'm a doctor, I'm a banker, I'm a this, I'm a that. You know, in all this, if everyone was following their purpose, this world would be easy. This world would be a beautiful place. It would be a better place. So that is why Lifeback is here, encouraging you to live everyday life encouraged and having a life-filled purpose. With all this being said, this is only the beginning. This year is going to be awesome. If you've not been tuning in, you're going to tune in 
kindly by force you know and with that being said i want to thank you all for listening i want to thank you for tuning in kindly do me one favor give me one gift one new year's gift i didn't ask for christmas gifts but give me one gift and share this link with someone i don't know who you might bless through this or who we might be in position to bless but help us reach more that we may grow more encourage each other more and grow the world and feel the love of god and the light of his purpose upon the entire world god bless you bye